This is the very first episode of the very first episode where I have a cool background and I'm filming myself and the YouTube video is not just my podcast cover art. So that's the first. Welcome back to another episode of Malcriada, Thoughts of a Girl in a Sick World. And what a sick, sick world it is. This is your host, Citlali Melgarejo. And I'm here to talk to you about all things femme, fared, and feared in the valley. Thank you so much for being here. So, for today's topic, I'm actually going to talk about... For today's topic, I'm going to talk about dating. I know, it's kind of like, But the thing is that I'm hearing and seeing all this alpha, uh, high-value woman, high-value man, like, bullshit. And I'm just tired of it and... I don't think people realize that it's not the sleigh that you think it is. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, because it leaves out many people who don't identify as, um, you know, man or woman, or people who don't want, who don't accept the binary because the binary is what made up. Yeah, it's all fake. It's literally all fake. Nothing is real. Nothing about this world is real. And when I mean real, I don't mean like, oh, I see it and it's there. Like, yeah, no shit, it's there. I know. Gosh. But the thing is, like, it's nothing that we just didn't make up. We just made it up. It was always there. It's not in our nature to just oppress others. That's just not normal. It's, um... It's not okay, essentially. And people can say all the things that they want. They could say, oh, well, women are just naturally weaker and all that bullshit. Oh my god, my Mac is gonna die. No, no. Okay, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get my charger. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, I'm back. There's so many cables around me right now, and I think it's a fire hazard, but... It's what I have to do. And it's hot. It's fucking hot. Uh, I have all the fans on, so the quality of the mic is better. My voice is better. Do you like hearing my voice? Is it good? Yeah. But anyways. Back to the topic. So, okay. (sighs) This is really hard to be in front of a camera. I hope that you guys understand. Like, if I'm a little awkward or anything, it's like... My first time actually trying in this like yeah when you're little you're like yeah i'm gonna make a youtube I'm gonna be, 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 be. but like now it's like okay i'm 21 turning 22 very soon airy season but what the fuck am i doing with my life and that's what this podcast is about um a burnout recover a burnout in recovery who has so much fucking things to deal with and so many things to to discover about herself who just happens to have a background of an immigrant background 
and that everyone a lot of people have that a lot of people there's so many people like me here and i feel like i have knowledge to give you so this is the knowledge if you agree with what um you know all i think if you just are if you just don't think you is there anything wrong with that like at all at all like you're really far into it like i'm not trying to like change anyone i'm not trying to influence anyone to change what like they fully believe in um it could happen it could definitely happen someone from my background someone who understands like what i've gone through because they have similar situations and if they are like hey like i get what i i, I relate to her let me see what the fuck she's saying because she's i'm 21 okay i'm not that old but i feel like a lot of girls my age have a lot to deal with a lot of like a lot of girls my age have already dealt with so much and could have used the help from other people but there's shame in that there's shame in um i don't know i guess i don't know if it's pride i don't know if it's just people just don't listen to us don't help us don't care um i care like i i i want to help people i don't want to i don't want to be like that influencer you know <gasps> i have to wax my legs soon i don't have to i just it just i like when things look even and this leg looks really patchy doesn't matter the point is um i have a lot of things to that someone in my situation i feel like would like to know and maybe already agrees on but can't really quite put their finger on it so i'm just here to like just start talking about it and you know we'll get maybe we'll get together and do things and help each other and that's 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 what i want and i feel like right now all i can do is help with my shit that i've fucking gone through already and yeah so back to the whole weird toxic dating scene that's going on right now um i feel like one this isn't anything new when you hear like oh what's a high value man high value woman da, 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 da. when people describe those things they most of the time they talk most of the time they describe a relationship where the power dynamic is so unbalanced and the division of labor is mind games um and that's not okay that's not okay for anyone it's not okay for any person to be having to play mind tricks on your partner to get them to do what they want um i'm in therapy right now with my partner my husband and things are going great i love that like um i feel like that's what people need i don't think you need a a tiktok guru to tell you like how how to get how to mind trick your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner into thinking like into anything like you know and that's what that does it creates unnecessary labor and unnecessary um just work in general for both people um 
But honestly, at the end of the day, it's embracing the patriarchy. It's embracing these terms set by men who think they're on top and women who maybe have recognized that that's how it is and trying to mind game their way out of it and use it to your advantage. I, yeah, there's ways to cheat it. There's ways to get something, but ultimately you're not going to be, they're never going to see you as equal if you keep accepting this, you know? So for those of you who have just been tired of that shit, like, Me too. Like, yeah, me too. Super. Ugh. Um, it's crazy because I I was in a relationship with someone who thought like that. And I, re- I don't regret it. I don't regret it because if I regret it, that means that like, oh, I wish I could go back and change things. Like, ah, no, I learned stuff from it. I learned that's not what I want. I learned that I learned everything. I learned... Um, what a, uh, maybe toxicity looks like, what possible abuse looks like, which is horrible. Like, every time, every time, like, a, like straight couples, um, like, have issues is usually, like, oh, yeah, like, he, he fucking, um, I, he fucking got mad at me because I liked a picture on a guy, um, and, yeah, that's what I did. And they're like, oh, girl, what he do to you? Like, what happened? Like, oh, he fucking, like, slammed me against the door. But it's okay because I deserved it because, uh, like, like that's how it sounds most of the time. In toxic, straight relationships, it's always someone, most of the time, that it's one person overpowering the other. Because, again, they are, um, if they keep holding on to these identities, the the... If they keep holding on to assigned roles of gender, like a man does XYZ and a woman does XYZ, it's not going to get done. Because the thing is, we're all fucking people with different needs at different times and it changes all the time. The thing that, oh, a woman is always going to be like, that's not real. You're a human being with complex emotions, feelings, experiences, thoughts that cannot be summed up to a woman a woman is just um the term humans came up for the female sex of our species that's really much it everything else is social um people and like people will tell you all but biology can tell you is that yeah there's a male and female and then there's everything in between there's intersex people all that stuff that's what science will tell you. If you want to know about gender, you have to go to someone who studies social sciences. That is not that does not give you definitive definitive answers. It's something that is studied. It's a living, breathing thing. Like that's always gonna be changing, you know. Um, and this is not to hate on any content creator that does this, because uh, I don't want to hate on anyone ever, ever, ever. That's not good. Uh, having a little side eye moment, yeah, I'm not proud of it, but of course I'm human. I'm gonna do that, and but I don't want to. I'm trying really, really, really hard not to. I'm trying so hard to be a good person in a sick, sick world, which is so hard. And I, everyone's just trying to find their way. Those people who are making that content, they're just trying to find their thing. They're find. They're trying to feel like, oh, like this is my community. At the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, sorry, at the end of the day, that's all everyone's looking for. That's all everyone's looking for. And you'll see it all boiled down to that. Um, at least normal people, you know? Um, there's other people who are just, who don't care for community. No, I'm, I would take that back. Everyone wants that. Everyone wants community. And when you see that, when you start realizing that, everything's just going to slide right off. Um, I hope that those people learn, like, that. that's... Um, by playing these mind games and like just blah, 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 being weird about like the, the roles that people are assigned to do and blah, blah, blah. you're not gonna like you're not gonna be you're not doing much you know what I mean and the thing is like the the high value man shit the high value woman shit is just repackaged like like sexism, misogyny, everything. It's the same. Um, it's just the same. Because, again, like, what are these people talking about? Um, when these people talk about body count, it's weird. Uh, the fact that body count even matters is odd. And here's a story for you guys about a fucking argument I had about body count with my ex. So, okay, here's a little trigger warning um, before I go on. You guys have to understand what kind of person this, this guy was. And I feel like a lot of girls understand where I'm coming from. At the end of the day, this isn't a podcast that is trying to appeal to, like, for example, high value men, people who are so dug into that. No, I don't want to change you. Don't care what you do. I'm trying to help people who think like me and are a little lost. That's what I'm trying to do, okay? So, don't hate on me. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. So, this guy, I want to say, was borderline abusive. And let's see why. This person... Uh, would not respect my uh, c consent. I would be like, I don't want to do that today. I don't feel like it. Didn't care what happened. And I was honestly like, just, okay. Like, it's awful. It's awful when that happens. When someone you think like um, loves you and wants to cherish you just treats you like a body, just objectifies you. And that's one of like the worst things, like, one of the worst things women experience in straight relationships um, with men who also think like that. Not good men, obviously. Disclaimer, disclaimer, so you don't fucking hate me, okay? Okay? Don't. Ugh. There's always going to be that guy like, oh, that's not all men. Yeah. Okay? I'm talking about the people who are like that. <laughs> all right. So. And. I didn't know that this person was like this at first. That's the thing. You never know when these people are going to pull out their bullshit. And as a woman, you're told all the fucking time, protect yourself against men, protect yourself against men, like uh, wear a long skirt, uh, no, not even, like cover yourself, be modest, uh, wear, be get protected, like have your, have your fucking uh, taser, your your knife, your blade, your anything, everything, everything to not get raped. Anything to 
protect yourself from the big scary man who just wants to come and use you. Not care about you, just use you. And yeah, so when we started talking, the reason I was interested in this person was because like they didn't know about like they didn't like they showed an interest in what I was talking about. I was preaching one day the way I always do about feminism and whatever, womanism, all that stuff. Um, he messaged me and he was like, we just started talking. He saw an interest and I was like, oh, this guy, like, you know, that's cool. Like, no other guy has really, like, asked me that. Usually when I talk about stuff, guys just fucking blow me off. That's, like, my my dude repellent um, when I start talking about, like, uh, activism, feminism. Um, yeah. And now that I think about it, good. Good. I used to be sad. I like not gonna lie. Like yeah, I used to be upset that I didn't have like a boyfriend. Um, that I didn't that no one loved me. Like but because like because I thought about like I thought like that. Uh people don't want to listen to that. At least people around here. Um not everyone. Not a lot of people around here wanna talk about that. It's yeah, it sucks. But it's not because they don't want to. It's because one, they weren't, they weren't brought up in a way that fucking like makes them open-minded. Um, I had to learn the hard way to be open-minded. And if other men, and if other men like just cruise on by with living with like their male privilege, um, they're not gonna see it. They're not gonna care. It doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them, so why would I care? It doesn't affect them, it's not my business. All that shit. And yeah, good for you. You don't you don't you protect your peace or whatever. But when it's something like unjust, how would you say protect your peace? Like, I understand that there's like risks out there. But like, for example, if there was like a woman like getting like hurt, beat, like like anything, I bet you it's gonna be a woman or a femme who says something. Men kind of just look the other way, at least in my experience. In my experience, okay? <sighs> yeah. So that's how this guy got me. He got me with showing an interest in. Um, and yeah. We started talking, hanging out. When you see someone every day, we work together. You kind of just get used to them. It was kind of like that. I know that he didn't like me for me. He knew that I didn't really like him for him. We kind of just ended up together because of the situation at hand. Um, we were both lonely. We didn't know what we were doing. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, so when we were talking about body count, just, I was like, I'm going to fucking... I don't know. So I started liking him i started liking him and shit and how do you say um i just don't don't tell people my body counts especially guys because guys get all like about it and at the time i thought my body count was very high because i didn't count my i counted my uh 
you know, people who took advantage of me, rapists. I counted those people. And I felt like, oh shit, like I have such a long, a long, um, I have such a long list. And yeah, like, yeah. So now, how do you say? Went, okay. So at the time, my list seemed longer than it is now because, again, I counted my abusers, right? So I was like, I don't want to say like how many people I've slept with, nor does it matter. Like, no, it won't affect him in any way. Like, I'm, I don't have any SCDs. Those people are nowhere to be found. Uh, I don't have an interest in talking to them. Uh, yeah. So I decided not to tell him. Okay. And I laugh and like feel shame, but I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I don't care. I don't care that your little feelings got hurt. That I fucked more guys than you fucked girls, babe. Um, it's a game, and I was winning. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah. Anyways, so, and this fight happened after he uh, didn't respect me when I said no. Uh, the whole, the whole, the whole, the way the whole relationship started was like, oh, we're friends with benefits. And then it was, um, oh, I like you, but we shouldn't be together. I was like, okay, bitch, then let's not be together. Like, whatever. I was, I was salty. Yeah. Cause like he was acting like he liked me, but then he was like, nah, let's not. I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, let's not, let's not. And then he was like, never mind. I do. I do want you. I just can't stop thinking about you. And I was like, bro. You said. <laughs> but yo de pendeja, I gave in. Mistake number one. If someone leaves you and then decides like they want like... <gasps> you know what probably happened? They probably just like tried to get with that girl that he wanted at the time. And they probably said no. My mom always says that that's usually what happens. Um, happened to my husband too. Los dos dos. Uh, like if someone breaks up with you or just quits whatever is happening... And they leave for a little bit and then come back like right away. Whatever happened, like whatever they were doing, whatever other situation they had going on, whether it's another partner, another opportunity, another anything, didn't work out. And they need you as a consolation prize. It was an awful, uh, the beginnings of that relationship were awful, 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 horrible, awful, toxic, horrible. And yeah, I'm not going to say I was completely innocent either. Like, but when you put it in comparison, the way I was so toxic and the way he was so toxic, <laughs> different, different terms, different terms. And if you guys want to hear other stories about, um, how do you say, this bad relationship, let me know, I guess. It's just, I'm not going to do anything with this knowledge and uh, it's just there. It's like, okay. Like, I just feel like, damn, I was so dumb. That's how I feel. Ah! Okay, anyways. Um, after that motherfucker had done that shit to me, then we were sleeping and he went through my phone. He went through my phone and he saw, like, I guess he saw, he was going through Snapchat, all the people that I used to talk to. All the people. I think he saw one person. It was, I think his name was Josh. Hi, Josh. Um, we had fucked yeah i fucked him and it was before i even met him and i think he had gone that guy had gone away to um wasn't he went he moved away to college 
Uh, it was in high school. And yeah, we had sex. I think twice. If it was more than three times, I don't remember. Okay. So that's what that that's what happened. So he went through my phone all the way to like before we like how do you say? Uh, but I guess like I think Josh like, had messaged me or something like had like in like during that time we were figuring out what the fuck we were and uh, he went through it and found out that like oh I fucked another guy than the, my ex which at the time I was calling this dude my ex but he was actually and again a little bit of a trigger warning ready okay my fucking groomer my groomer at the time because I was so young and little and, and naive I didn't think I didn't want to believe that that's what happened to me but it was and yeah he was like oh you fuck someone else like how dare you hide that from me so how do I know how many people you're fucking so then we decided to have like a decent com- I I wasn't like I wasn't like oh, how dare you I was like okay yeah like are you gonna leave like like, why do you care so much that I fuck someone else? It was before I met you. Before I even knew you existed. And then I kept prying and digging and asking him why. He was like, well, I don't know if you have STDs. Well, have you gone in a city? No. Have I got... You gave me a UTI, bro. That motherfucker would give me UTIs so much. And it was crazy. That's 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 really bad. Um, Oh, here's a little side note. A UTI is a urinary tract tract infection, and it happens with any type of bacteria just gets sucked into the uh, the bladder. It's really, really, really common if you're not uh, being, how do you say, hygienic. Uh, it could happen to you because you hold your your pee too much. Never, never holding your pee. If you need to pee, go pee. And if your teacher's being a cunt, tell her fuck you. I need to pee, bitch. And that's it. Okay. Um. Yeah, you need to pee. Like, if you're holding your pee, you're just going to have more problems in the in the future when you're older. Trust me. I know. Okay? Learn from me. Okay, anyways. Um, but it can also be from, let's say, if you don't shower, then you can get a UTI. I knew I didn't get it from not showering and not going to the restroom enough. Um, oh, you could also get it from taking too many baths. So, like, for example, like, soap. Like, it's not supposed to be inside your bladder. So, if you get take a lot of baths with soap, like, in the... Like, yeah, I think it's best to just use mild soap, like, Dove or Unscented, to wash anything down there and to take baths. But I'm not a fucking bath expert, so don't take any advice from me. That's just my experience. Again. Again. Okay? Okay? Thank you! Okay. Anyways. So, um... I was looking up why the symptoms and it's like you have to pee like very 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 uh, um, you have to pee very consecutively and it burns and hurts when you pee like you tremble because it hurts so bad um it could be I the thing is like I was fucking I was shaking dude like this infection was so bad and that had never happened to me before ever ever I wasn't having like as much like frequent sex as I was having with this stupid man. And yeah. So it was him. Um it probably like it could be from uh him not wiping right, 
it could have been from them not washing their hands um like right before you know what i mean like it it could be from the like the tiniest little thing um but yeah it was pretty bad and it never happened to me before so but anyways that's that's the end of that uh unirate shit every time you go to the restroom pee after sex and like if anything if not if you don't just if i would just recommend like showering right after honestly that's the best thing you could do because you don't want to like just stay there because all the yeah you have to be clean babies okay promise you that you'll do that good good okay so motherfucker went through my phone right and i was like okay let's talk about it why why uh, oh, you could have STDs. I don't know who you've been with. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I didn't. You gave me UTI. Boom. Okay, what's next? Well, you just lied to me. You just lied to me. And this now. I'm like, oh, because I knew how you would react. I knew that you would think, like, oh, so you think that I'm worthless now because, like, I have a more one more body than you thought? One more body, babe? Seriously? And, yeah, it was so weird. And I kept probing and probing and probing until he just got so tired of my fucking logic that he was like, okay, I just, I just, the real reason is because I don't want no loose pussy. And then I laughed and he was like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, does every time we have sex, does it feel like more loose? And he was like, oh, no, I'm like, okay, then what? That makes no sense. The vagina is a fucking muscle. It's a muscle. It's not going to get fucked up by your dick, babe. I'm sorry. You don't have that much of an impact on a woman's body as you think. I'm so sorry that you had to learn it this way, baby. It's okay. You'll you'll get over it. And <laughs> yeah, it was just so weird. Um, such a bad relationship, such a bad thinking, and that's this just the same thing. And I we almost broke up a billion times, but he was like, I was like, okay, then let's break up. Okay, then let's break up. No, I'll do better. I'll change. I'll further. No, no. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that that happened because I learned that's not what I want, and that's not how I deserve. I didn't love myself when I was with that person. I didn't feel my best. I didn't. Um, I didn't feel empowered. I didn't feel uh, complete. I just felt like, oh, I have a toxico that because that's what everyone has, and that's not what everyone should strive for, and. I guess this is why I'm coming to tell you guys that the high-value high woman shit, high-value man shit is not going to benefit anyone. If you are someone who va sees the value as a, of a person because they're alive and a breathing being, um, then maybe you shouldn't subscribe to these things, you know? And it maybe it's just time to evolve a little bit and... I believe in you. Um, yeah. So what can we do? What can we do instead of just abiding by a man does this and a woman does that? <sighs> I don't want to be controversial. No, no, yeah, that's a 
not true. I'd want to be very controversial. That's why I have my own podcast, because I can say whatever I want. Um... Uh, <laughs> hang on I'm waiting for a flow so how should you start a relationship how do I get someone to see me as their equal number one if you want to find a person who again treats you as their equal uh, body count shouldn't matter whether you're a guy or a girl you know what I mean um, every, we are sexual beings Shit is bound to happen. You're gonna get hot and like like flustered in one of those scenes. Like one of those, just it happens, dude. It happens. We all have a clit. We all have a uh, a dick, and yeah. Oh, obviously not everyone. There's people who are asexual, but a lot of people. Um, but I've also heard that some asexual people do partake in like sexual activities. But anyways, that's not what this point is about the point is like everyone deserves respect and value because not because you're a woman not because you're a man but because you're alive and because you are a singular perfect beautiful part because you're a singular expression of the universe um yeah it doesn't matter what's between your legs that's not going to make you you it's not and yeah so body count shouldn't matter. Another oh, here's an here's another thing that like a lot of people that I, I hate I hate 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 hate. People are like oh like your man should should be able to should provide for all of you and should you should have to pay anything like da 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 da. I get it, I get it. It sounds very good. It sounds very, very tempting. And it is possible you can get someone to do that for you. It's it is possible people are that desperate to buy love to buy a partnership because again all we want is a community a family at the end of the day that's what these men are begging for the high value men people um i feel like the high value women girls are a little different but like it's kind of more like a reaction to like combat them uh but it's like going nowhere but the high value got men guys, they want a community. They want a family. They want children to uh, guide them through life. They want um, a, a partner to be there for them. Whatever happens, you know? And, but they're doing it in such a way that, again, you're putting women down and you are treating them like they are just empty things empty placeholders empty um how do you say just objects you're objectifying women and for the high value women like you're not again you're not like slaying like the way you think you're slaying and for to preach to other girls like and to other like fan people to no it's not even to fan because like these people like don't include other people at all like they don't include other types of genders they don't include other types of identity it's always high value man high value woman um yeah and the girls are like oh like 
I was like, oh, I'm a, high, I'm a high value woman because I have a low body count, because I take care of myself, because I look put together. That sounds like a product. You are not a product. And yeah, I understand that whole discourse like, around, um, oh, makeup is just used to capitalize off women's insecurities, but that's not the only time makeup has existed. Makeup and decorating your face and putting uh, paint on your face is not was not invented by the patriarchy people use it in cultures indigenous people used it way before that then um and indigenous people of all kinds indigenous people um around the whole world not just uh like here in the u.s um it's a way to adorn yourself to have fun to express yourself and uh yes Capitalism is horrible and makeup has, everything has been fucked. Everything has been prostituted and objectified and squeezed and just like, no, like everything has been made into just like people don't see like anything anymore. They kind of just see like dollar signs. Like they don't see a product. They, they don't see an actress. They see how much can this actress make me? They don't see this content creator. What are they doing? No, they see how much how much can this content how much can this content creator get me? How who, uh it's not how it's not who can I help? And no, not a, there is so many good content creators out there who don't get the recognition they deserve. And but then there are so many who do. And I'm so happy for them. Um who who do I like on TikTok? I like Jory, I like Shalin, uh, Chalan, I call her, me and my siblings call her Chalan, Chalan, and I like freaked out because she, uh, I, like, I, when I had my old Twitter, I got my Twitter banned because I was like shitting on this lady who was being racist, I was like, fuck you, you're racist, bitch, like, that's what I said, and then they banned my Twitter, and I was like, ah, fuck you guys, I'll just make another one, make another one, um, I tweeted at her, and she would retweet my shit, and now I lost an account, Oh well, uh, Layla, just a bunch of people. Like, those are those are really cool content creators out there, and but they're they're not the only ones. There's more. Oh, oh another really good one. Uh, Ana Ana Kana. Uh, she has grown so much. I have been following her since I was like 13. Um, I struggled a lot with depression, and she was just, you know putting herself out there and being truthful and sharing her experience she helped me so much and she continues to do like just mental health content and all that stuff comfort millennial for sure um and yeah uh the thing is like if you keep like like when we say like oh men should provide for anything like like, what do you mean by that? Like, does that mean, like, oh, if a man doesn't have money, like, I shouldn't, like, value them? What if, like, I don't think, I don't think that's what they mean. I feel like what they mean and should say more is that they're hardworking. Because, um, there's people who have money but aren't hardworking, you know? Uh, that's not what you should look out for. Um, you should look up if you, if you want to, if you like if you want to be a stay-at-home wife, if you want to be like the, maybe the partner that does do that domestic side of things where your other, when your other partner like is out there 
um, doing like more uh, the labor outside of the world. And essentially, if you want to be the person doing the work inside the house and your partner would be doing the work outside the house, um, that's fine. That's okay. That's completely fine. Because guess what? You're still working. That doesn't mean you're not hard work. You're not a hard worker. Look at our moms. Like my mom is always working. Sometimes I feel like she works more than my dad. Like what my dad gives up a lot is time. And and like yeah, my mom spends a lot of times with us, but she's always working, always busy. Her mind's always doing something. And she's she cooks, she cleans, she takes people for rides, she helps people, she helps my siblings with their homework, she helped me with my homework, she taught us how to drive, she uh, was our critique, and she was our critique on our on our work, and she made me get better. Um, what else? And but my dad, like he does like he does different type of work, you know what I mean? But at the same time, he devalues her. He thinks that because he works outside, that means when he steps in the house, she serves him. No, that's not how it should be. He should, you should learn how to take after, like, clean after yourself because there's no, there's no shame in cleaning something. That's another thing. Like, a lot of men, like, when they're like, oh no, my wife should do the cooking, they should do, she should do the cleaning, she should do all this stuff. Because they, they see those chores, those, no, they see those jobs, that labor, as below them. And it's not below anyone. People see, like, janitors, like, oh, they're just a janitor. What? How is cleaning something and maintaining it degrading? It's not degrading at all. And it's one of the hardest jobs to keep something clean. And if you are a person who cleans for yourself, that you don't have a maid that cleans for yourself, you take care of yourself, um, you know how things pile on. You know if you have pets, it's worse. If there's multiple people in your house, it's worse because they don't, they don't help sometimes. And I feel so much shame to think like to, uh, to say that I have done that before with my mom. I took advantage of her because I thought, because I subscribed to that, that, that mindset. That you're the mom, so you clean. When I was a chamaquilla, you know. And that's not okay. That's not alright. Um, everyone should clean. Like, just because you go to school, like, doesn't mean that, like, oh, you get to, like, just throw out your shit. Like, when you get home, you don't wash your dish. When you get home, you don't, um, you don't clean your room. When you get home, you don't, you let your mom sweep the entire house. Like, maybe you guys, you know what I mean? It's so much, um, and there's so many issues in our community that those are so many issues. Those are the issues: the sexism, the misogyny, the degrading, the thinking that anything that domestic labor, because it's so heavily um, dominated by women usually, it's degrading, and it's not. It's not. Um, I guess that's another thing. So they shouldn't care about your body count. They should be clean and pick after themselves and not expect you to do it for them. Like, yeah, once you get together and like talk about it, if you want to do something for them, that's your love language. That's perfectly fine. That's normal. Like, I get it. Like, I want to do things for my husband. I love cooking for my husband, but not just because he's my husband, because I love him. I love cooking for my siblings. I love cooking for my mom, for my family, because I love them. 
And a man, if a man feels this, like that there's no shame in that. There's no shame in creating something for the community. For the community! That's going to be something I say a lot in this podcast because it's all about community. It's all about everyone doing their part. And this, that's the communal living. Communal living is what is missing. Um, like individualism is going to kill everyone because it's not real. Because it doesn't work. Um, it doesn't work. And it causes an imbalance. And... This is just one of the ways that imbalance is, is manifesting itself onto our society through dividing, um, dividing genders, excluding others. Yeah. So to end off, don't let other people treat you like you, like your work doesn't matter. Don't let other people treat you like... Don't entertain these games. Um, it doesn't help anyone. I don't know if you guys have seen all the fucking shitty Netflix shows that uh, have been... like that Netflix has shitted out. They're all like, eh. But in so many like cliche shows, it's always like someone being secretive, someone for the drama. At the end of the day, it never works out. And there's always like an issue. <sighs> like maybe that I can like maybe you guys can notice that too, like in media. Um but yeah. And it's okay. It's okay if like at one point like you felt like this and it's okay to realize like hey I'm wrong. I'm gonna be saying a lot of that shit now, like um uh being corrected is not something to be but like be upset about. My mom told me this when I was younger. Un sabio te va a agradecer por, corregir, por corregirlo. Y un estúpido se va a enojar. That's all I'm gonna say. Brisalations. <laughs> it's probably not her quote. She probably got it from someone else or whatever. Facebook or WhatsApp. But that's what I remember. And um, yeah. it's crazy and i just i guess i'm just telling you guys this story because i don't want you guys to repeat my mistakes to not see my value to try to entertain these games that okay well if i'm gonna be a woman if i'm gonna be like a woman then i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna withhold sex uh, because but with sex shouldn't be like a prize you know what i mean like it's not it's an experience um so yeah, like I have done so many shit that I, I'm ashamed of. Not ashamed of, but just like things that I've learned. But yeah, that's how they get stuck in your head. And that's how they whisper little things in your in your ear when it's night and you just can't go to sleep and you just repeat it over and over and over and over and over your head. So hopefully me talking about it, it's going to be a nice, one, nice release. And two, you guys can learn from it. And yeah. Um, So yeah, don't listen to the people who are saying this. And it's okay if like you were intrigued by it. It's all part of marketing. Um, it's all part of marketing. It's made to intrigue you. 
You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of Malcriada, Thoughts of a Girl in a Sick World. And what a sick, sick world it is. I'm your host, Citlali Melgarejo, signing off.